G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. What a year for women's sport it is in this country in terms of hosting great events. Uh, and uh, the first one, of course, is the Women's Cricket World Cup, which is just on our doorstep, really. It's uh, a month away, literally. Today uh, begins uh, on March the 3rd. So what an exciting time. And you really get excited about it, too, when you hear about the finalising of uh, squads and the actual names that are going to represent us. And that has just uh, come to fruition also uh, just after 10 o'clock with the White Ferns being named and confirmed for the upcoming event. So uh, really pleased, really, really pleased that uh, Amy Satterthwaite has uh, made herself available to talk to us about that. Uh, good morning to you, Amy. Uh, really, after all this time, all this speculation, great to have those names uh, down on paper. Uh, and it must be a real feeling of excitement in the camp. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, it certainly is a, a real excitement, I think. We've been talking about this World Cup for a long time now. Obviously, with it being delayed 12 months, that sort of build up to it has been extended, and uh, it's pretty crazy in a way to feel like it's it's right on our doorstep now. And you know, hearing the, the names read out this morning and, and getting officially announced, it, it makes it all feel really real, and, and certainly adds that real buzz and excitement around it. And we can't wait to get going. This, uh, of course, is World Cups are not new to you. Um, you've been around the scene for a long time, but playing one at home all of a sudden is. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I was hearing this morning they're talking about it being a fourth World Cup for a couple of us and it certainly makes you feel old and like you've been around a while but then on one hand you can really try and utilise that experience to our advantage and, and help out those that either for them it's their first World Cup and they've got that excitement of it or and like you say then there's the, the, the added side of it that we're playing at home and it's something that none of us have done and that's all going to be new for us and I think, you know, to have that opportunity uh, to play in familiar conditions, it, it probably doesn't get much better than that, to be honest. Well, let's just talk about uh, what you've been doing of late. Of course, we, we know full well you've all of you have been playing uh, in the Super Smash, uh, but you've been in camp recently. Tell us uh, a wee bit about that. Yeah, we've spent a little bit of time together the last few days, which was a little bit different. We normally in camp, um, you know, training our cricket skills and um, trying to perfect that leading into the World Cup, but we had no bats and balls with us this time, which I think some of the girls probably struggled with, but um, it was a nice opportunity to get together as a group and, and almost just talk through a variety of different things, some of it related to the cricket um, and on-field stuff and some of it related to the off-field and the likes of COVID and what we can control and you know, playing at home in a home World Cup and the, the extra pressure that that brings and, and just almost acknowledging all of that, um, being able to, to voice it and air it and, and sort of work through it. And it was a really nice opportunity to get together as a, as a group and probably something we don't do very often, but it sort of makes you feel like now we can head into the, the India series and then obviously the Cricket World Cup um, having covered off a lot of those things and can sort of hit the ground running. Yeah, uh, team building, I, I guess it is. But uh, I guess one of the other good things looking through this squad is, by and large, uh, you know each other pretty damn well. Uh, and there's not a lot of, um, of new names there, if any, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. I think it's probably the strength of where we've been at in the last couple of years is we have 
growing as a squad and um, started to get quite stable as a squad, which is nice. Uh, I think, we've, like you say, there's been a lot of familiarity with each other and we get along really well as a group, which is, I think, on one hand, a fantastic thing. When you're going to be spending a lot of time together in each other's pockets over the next couple of months, but uh, I think we've also created a bit more depth in our squad and that's created a real competition for places. And you know, I certainly wouldn't have wanted to be Bob and the selectors trying to pick the side, I think. Um, it's been a really nice thing in a way to have a bit of a headache as to you know who's going to be named in that 15 and now that it's it's picked it's um, awesome just to be able to go right this is the group that we've got and you know we're ready to then take on the world. Well you've taken on uh, England and England uh, not that long ago uh, of course um, uh, Australia is always a regular um, uh, opponent uh, and now India of course the, these games at John Davies uh, Oval in Queenstown loom as extra special with extra significance because I genuinely believe, uh, along with uh, three or four other teams, India are a real chance. So you get to gauge yourself against a, a good lineup. Yeah, absolutely. They've been a, a bit of a powerhouse of late and, and really started to to grow their sort of depth, I guess, and they've seen some exciting young talent come through alongside some players that have been around for a long time and got a, a wealth of experience in the likes of Natali Raj and and Julian Goswami, and I think it's sort of no better opportunity to test ourselves against them and really see where we're at as a group. I think we're coming off our home summer and, and off cricket, which often can put us in our sort of best place possible, and we've had people in form, so you can't kind of ask for much more than that. And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to if we can perform you know, on the day in these games and, and like you say, having the opportunity to play, play India after having played, you know, two other quality sides in Australia and England. We can't ask for much better preparation than that. Uh, Amy, uh, obviously you're one of the older hands in the most politest uh, way. I can, I can probably say that you've been around a long time because your stats uh, back that up. Uh, you're sitting on 133 games uh, of one-day international cricket. Susie Bates, 130. Um, all going well. Uh, you will be going past Sarah McGlashan uh, of 134, so you will be the most capped. I mean, the significance of that for you? Yeah, it's probably something I haven't thought about too much. I didn't realise I was sort of that close until it got brought up um, in our recent tour and, and it makes you probably sit back and, and think about your career to date and I guess the journey that you've been on and, and how you've grown as a player across that time and, and the experiences and opportunities that you've had and I certainly know that the women's game's grown from strength to strength in, in the time that I've been playing and it forces you as a player to really look at your game and ensure that, that you develop it and, and grow, you know, with that um, development and, and if not try and keep ahead of it and um, I think that's probably something that's kept me in the game to a certain extent is you're wanting to always push yourself to be better and um, yeah, it's an exciting time to, to be involved with it but um, yeah, looking forward to, to another World Cup and the opportunity to, to, to share that experience with this group of players. Of course the last time we hosted it was uh, 2000 and we won it. Uh, I don't think we were at all favourites to win it at that point either. Um, you possibly go in as slight underdogs here, but um, there, I guess, uh, is um, I, I, so I guess something that you can use as a, as a tool, really. Um, you know, the, the historical side of it. Yeah, I think we take a lot of sort of motivation and inspiration out of the way that that group played in 2000 and I was fortunate enough to be there and, and watch that final unfold and it's certainly we've talked about it recently for a number of us that was a point in our sort of lives I guess which made us wanting to be a white fern and, and wanting to I guess take our cricket as far as we could so to think that we've got the opportunity to do that in our home backyard and, and hopefully inspire young boys and girls to either take up cricket or, or stay in the game it's a pretty cool opportunity that doesn't come around 
um, too often. But yeah, I certainly think the way that we've probably played in the last couple of years has um, been disappointing in terms of the results, and we can't hide away from that and um, you know deny that we we probably will go and um, as sort of underdogs a little bit in this tournament. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. You can um, sort of slide under the radar a little bit uh, and hopefully use it to our advantage, like you say. I think on paper we've certainly got. You know some of the best cricketers in the world, and if we can bring it together as a as a group and and all perform when we need to, then I certainly think we can challenge the best teams. Said before, I believe there's uh, four or five teams that can win this. Uh, all going well. Uh, clearly, Australia would be starting as favourites, although England have looked uh, uh, pretty good, as you say. India have played some really good cricket lately. Uh, yourselves uh, in that bracket, the West Indies and South Africa, perhaps potentially the uh, opportunity to cause upsets along the way. So. Uh, there's not many games here that, you know, you look at a World Cup normally and you think, well, that's a lay-down Mazir, that's a given, they'll win that. that. Um, and there's potential for a lot of upsets and a lot of really interesting uh, match-ups here, isn't there? Yeah, I agree. I think we've seen that in the last couple of World Cups. There's been some upsets that people wouldn't have picked going into it. Um, and, and I don't think you can really call any of the teams really those sort of minnows or, yeah, those teams that you think are going to be easy beats. And it was probably a little bit of a learning curve for, for me personally, even just in that last World Cup in 2017, the, the format got changed historically. It's been more of a round-robin style, um, but that format was you play everyone once, and it meant that you had to beat every team or you know close to every team um, to make those semi-finals and then obviously to be the, the winner. And I think ultimately it's a, an awesome format um, in terms of if you, you are successful in that, then you, you have... You know, beaten every team to be a world champion but um, it creates a, a different challenge and like you say there's no sort of easy games along the way you're going to have to make sure that you're ready to go and, and turn up and perform in, in seven games um, just to make sure that you can even make the semi-final so yeah, it's a, it's a nice and a, um, challenge a different challenge and I think you know it's only a good thing that we've got more and more teams competing and, and going into a tournament that people are saying you know they could be the winners and um, it's going to just create more competitive cricket and I think in a World Cup um, you know, whenever it's a World Cup, the teams always turn up and just lift another level, and um, you know that's all you can ask for, and, and creates a, a really exciting uh, tournament. Amy, I look down that side, and uh, knowing and, and following uh, the White Ferns uh, as I have in the last couple of years, in particular, there's a lot of experience there. Uh, let's not, there's no names really that uh, I don't know, and cricket lovers perhaps uh, don't know either. But uh, there is a, a little bit of youth in there, and I talk about Fran Jonas. Uh, who uh, was, wasn't uh, born last time New Zealand won the World Cup, uh, and uh, Mealy Kerr, who was only, well, I think two months old. So uh, here's a couple of young players uh, who we're going to look to, uh, particularly in the spin bowling side of things. There'll be a lot of pressure on these young girls. Yeah, I think it's exciting to bring a bit of youth into your squad and it gives a nice balance to the team and at times a little bit of perspective and, and some real energy. And um, those two that you've mentioned there have been outstanding performers at on the domestic scene and, and Mealy's obviously been around for a while now and performed extremely well at the international scene as well and I think they're two people that have got some really calm, cool heads um, on them for especially their ages and um, it's sort of something to be admired really and I think that'll put them in a good place for, for what you know is an international scene and, and added pressure that comes with that but you know, the, the people that are around them, I think, are, are really important in terms of the support that we give and just encouraging everyone, whoever it is, to remember their strengths and what they are and, and that's the reason that they've been picked and um, just to keep going to that when they're performing on the field. We can't go and find 
new things now and that applies to anyone that's that's here and um, we encourage the youngsters to do the same. I think, like you said, in the spin department they're going to be really important um, as the tournament goes on and the, the pitches and conditions potentially change a little bit as well. Um, you know, it might bring them into the game a little bit more and we've seen, seen in the women's game that spin can be really important so I'm sure they'll have a huge role to play. Excited, genuinely excited from your point of view. I know with Leah as well. Um, under the same roof, preparing for this uh, magic time in the family, uh, not to mention just yourself. And, and uh, she's knocking on the door too of uh, a record too. She has a good World Cup. Uh, she could become New Zealand's highest uh, one-day international wicket taker. So with her with the wicket, she with uh, the appearances and, and potentially the runs as well. Um, as a family, so special. Yeah, it is really special. I think um, obviously with the announcement this morning and our daughter Grace as well being able to be there, it's it's a different time for us than what we've had in the past. And uh, I think you know, a nice time in the sense that you have a different perspective, I guess, and um, probably helps with that balance of being able to go home and you know spend time with our daughter. And um, she sort of brings you back down to earth a little bit, regardless of how your performances performances have gone, both individually and as a team. And um, yeah, I think that's probably helped our cricket, if anything. And it's nice to be able to share that as a family. It's certainly something special and unique that not everyone gets to be able to do. So we feel very fortunate in that sense and um, just excited about what lies ahead. I think the last World Cup that I played, I, I didn't know if it would be my last. And when you didn't hear that there's one at home, it, it's certainly a carrot that um, probably kept you in the game and, and you certainly wanted to be a part of. And to think then that from a Canterbury point of view, um, not biased at all, but to think that the final could be at Hagley and what I consider one of the best grounds in the world. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't come around very often and you're sort of pinching yourself that you've got this in front of you and these awesome opportunities to be a part of. Yep, well, let's hope uh, that you're playing in it at Hagley, uh, not sitting on the bank watching it uh, as you were 20 years ago. So, um, Amy, uh, congratulations, first of all, on your selection um, and uh, all the best for the preparation against uh, India. I can't wait for it to start. I've been waiting for it myself for a long time, and I know the value and the enjoyment of playing in a World Cup at home. Whilst there's pressure, um, there's a lot of things that you love and familiar around you. So enjoy it. Please do. Uh, and good luck, eh? Thanks for your time. Will do. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it.